You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. All right, then. On with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. Don't forget, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links not only this show, but some of our other shows like Cinematic Adventures and MF Uncensored. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul. With me via the Zoom studio is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I am doing great. How about yourself? I am doing swell. And I would even say I'm doing super. Uh, I see what uh, you did there. Uh, you see what I did there? Uh, you see what I, okay. Uh, 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 but anyway, anyway. So, <laughs> we are back and this week we are going to, now that it's been a few weeks since uh, the last episode aired, we are finally going to talk about the latest from Prime Video and spinoff of The Boys, Gen V. All right, based on The Boys Volume 4, we got to go now, developed by Craig Ro- Rosenberg, Evan Goldberg, and Eric Kripke. Oh, Eric Kripke, I don't know, have you ever heard of such a such a person? In passing, I think. In passing. So... <laughs> Obviously, if you guys have listened to us for a while, we were huge fans of the boys. We especially the the not this yeah this past season with Soldier Boy was probably yeah was one of our favorites, and where they all got temporary powers and stuff. It, it's a show that has only gotten better as it's gone on, and yeah. they announced that they wanted to do this spinoff. What was your first thoughts when they announced the spinoff? I think what I, like with most spinoffs, it's one of those like. In betweens, where you're like, do we really need it? Mm-hmm. But you know what? That'd be kind of cool, you know. Especially since this has quote unquote no connection to the heroes we've already seen or have had mm-hmm. uh, in the boys. So you know, I, it was one of those. All right, let's see what it's like. Hopefully, it's just as good as you know the original. Even though I guess technically it's still out there. So yeah. So for me, like when they first announced it, because they were also they also announced Diabolical, I think around the same time, and yeah. we enjoyed Diabolical. It was it was a fun little anthology type thing, but it it didn't blow me away when we saw it. No, but they announced this, and basically when they first announced it, they were like, it's basically X Men, like the X Men type uh, setup with the yeah. school in the boys' universe, which is hilarious because at the same time or around the same time, that was when they were talking about doing that Diggle show. From Arrow, yeah. where he was like the the superhero, like teacher Trainer. or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Thank God they didn't do that. Oh God. Oh, speaking of which, as of time of recording, they have just announced that Superman and Lois will end after its shortened fourth season, effectively oh. ending the DC TV universe, the Arrowverse, as we as it was come to be called. Remember when I they tried to give it like just... another name, and yeah, everyone was just because... like, no, like no, there's no more Arrow, so it can't be the Arrowverse, but, but... it will always be. The Arrowverse. Yeah. From season one of Arrow until the end of Superman and Lois, it is going to be known as the Arrowverse. Which is hilarious because Superman and Lois takes place on a different Earth. Yes. <laughs> Stupid. But, yeah, so effectively the, the Arrowverse has now ended and they just released a trailer for the animated Crisis on Infinite Earths that they're going to be doing. Jensen Ackles coming back as Batman. So mm. I, I, don't, I don't think I watched any of the, the newer animated stuff. I wasn't a big fan. I watched the Superman thing. I didn't watch the long Halloween, which I probably should have. But yeah, well, we'll see how that comes out when it comes out. Yeah. 
I think it's easier to do that sort of thing in animation. But oh yeah, like but, uh, what was it? Uh, Justice League uh, Dark Apocalypse, like the end. Yeah, oh, so good. So let's get back to this show, though. So <laughs> the show, the basic premise is at Godolkin University School of Crime Fighting, founded by Thomas Godolkin, which is the hardest name to say. Why, of all the things they could have yeah, done, right? Godolkin, young adult superheroes. Like, shortened it, shortened it to God. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> But young adult superheroes, or soups as they're called, put their moral boundaries to the test by competing for the university's top ranking and a chance to join the seven, Font International's elite superhero team. When the school's dark secrets come to light, they must decide what kind of heroes they want to become. So we've seen the superhero dilemma, mostly with Starlight. Starlight was the character that was like, hey, I'm, I'm actually like a really good person. I want to do really good things. But now I'm in this world where it's kind of messed up. Yeah. So let's also pre-frame this episode with it's vulgar and there will be uh, some discussion points. So th- this is your TVMA warning. We're we're not going to be as family oh, friendly yeah. for this episode. And you, you can't. Did you see the blooper reel? <laughs> no, I didn't. So I did not know. And we're going to start off swinging that again. This is your warning. This is going to be a vulgarish episode, like not crass or anything, but we're going to be discussing some inappropriate plot points. Apparently, yeah. they built a life-size penis for uh, Cricket to really handle. Yes. So there are bloopers of her on it. <laughs> it's the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. That's funny. So I will say my biggest fear going into this was typically as shows go on, and we mentioned this in mm-hmm. our boys episode, as they go on, they typically tend to tone down on certain aspects. Like uh, The Witcher is yeah. my favorite example. In The Witcher, the first season, it's like, boobs and sex and violence and all these things blah 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 season two on nobody gets naked like everybody's just dressed they bathe dressed at this point but a lot of shows do that it's it's just like the first season try to catch viewers and then they they focus a little bit more on story or what works what doesn't work the boys never did they still told really good stories but they went so gross yeah i mean hero gas is still my favorite episode of the entire show yeah, it's funny. So, my my wife Jacqueline, she does not really watch the show mm-hmm. at all, boys or whatever. And we had, I was watching a couple nights at night while we were in bed or whatever. And I forget which episode it was, but it was. I want to say probably towards the beginning, middle-ish or whatever. Where, what's his name? The dude that can kind of like the one from Supernatural. Soldier Boy? Or no, oh, uh, Alex Calvert. Yes. I forget who he uh, As Rufus. Rufus. Yeah. Where he gets his, you know, what blown off. Oh my God. Yeah. She was like, that's all the show is. That's all I picture. Whenever you talk about the show, that's all I picture is just penises. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's also establish now, obviously, when Roddy and I were teenage boys, the more boobies, the better. Like that was, that's just a teenage yes. boy type thing, especially for shows like this. I think it's hilarious whenever they show the penis stuff because it's always so like out there. Um, they yep. actually don't show a lot of the female nudity in this show. In this show. No. It's much it's... fewer and far between because yes. when they do the male nudity, a lot of times there's some sort of point to it. And yeah, yeah we're going to talk about, well, we're, when we go through the character list, because I also want to talk about how he was fine afterwards. Yeah. I feel like if something like that know. had happened, some sort of hospital trip, he would not be Maybe. Back, in, <laughs> back, back there. But very few times have I said, does a character deserve something like that quite like Rufus, which is oh, hilarious yeah. considering, you know, we 
Alex Calvert, and we'll get to him, we've seen him as a villain in the Arrowverse. He played Anarchy, and then we saw him as Jack on Supernatural. And that's the other thing about this show and all this stuff. Eric Kripke created Supernatural. So I think we got uh, who played John Winchester. Jeffrey D. Morgan's going to be in the next season. You know, obviously they brought back Jensen Ackles for this season, but I don't know if he's going to be back permanently next season or in any capacity, but I hope so because I was kind of disappointed with him in this. Yeah. But it's still so good. So. Let's start with the cast of characters. The main character is uh, Jazz Sinclair, who plays Marie Moreau, a hemiokinetic soup with a tragic past. Now, let's start off. Episode one. So they they establish exactly what kind of show this is going to be in the first five minutes, where Marie's powers... And fun fact, we did get a mention of Marie Moreau in season two of The Boys, the episode where they go to the asylum with uh, the love sausage guy. Yeah. Her name is on a list of uh, soups, and I think they have another actress portraying her just in a picture, but yeah. I thought that was interesting. Again, they, they, do, they do a good job with their continuity on this show, Yeah, but so she had – like this is traumatic. Now, at this point in the show, it's common knowledge that Gen V was given out to – oh, God. What's it called? What's the, uh, the, the chemical? Isn't it Gen V? No, that's the name of the show. I thought that was also the name of the chemical. I don't remember, but anyway, so compound V, compound V. Compound, yes, thank you. There we go. I like. I was literally going through every phrase in the boys in my head. Like it was, yeah. it actually hurt a little bit. But so <laughs> it's known that compound V has been given out to a lot of people, and that superheroes aren't born, but they're created, with a few exceptions. So Marie Moreau gets her first period and discovers yeah. that she could control blood. Which is not a new superpower. It's been around for a, a lot of times. Blood bending was like Avatar used it with the water. Mm-hmm. Ben, the water benders were able to manipulate blood, but it was considered like a, like a dark side use of the force type thing. They did it in the Snyder cut. Mira did it to Steppenwolf, and it was it was awesome. Like she pulled the blood out of his oh, face. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I got my face. <laughs> but so my face. They establish early on what kind of show this is because she ends up killing her parents. Horribly. Oh yeah. Did you know that in this? That was ep- brutal. In this. Whenever you would start the show, like it would show the warnings, it always yeah. said self harm and suicide in it because she has to cut herself. Yeah. To... They do a great job in yeah. this season with addressing that these powers are could be a real burden, and they they correlate it with like eating disorders or you know self harm yeah. and stuff like that. Which I I think they do it a little bit better than they have in past seasons. Like I remember I was watching I was watching Herogasm and I forgot the whole plot point about Blue Hawk and A Train. And it was more yeah. like the the brutality type stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah. man, I totally forgot about that because everybody yeah. else did. But, you yeah. know, like for this, they, they do a good job incorporating it into the story, how ba- how damaging these powers really are and how they yeah. they again, we love this show because it correlates. What would people with superpowers really be like? People suck. And Rufus yeah. is the best example when we get to him. But I really liked Marie. She was relatable. You understood yeah. her. She comes from the orphanage after she accidentally kills her parents. Her sisters don't want to see her. And like, she, I liked her powers. Her powers, they didn't always hit, but. They, no. And then obviously she can make people explode. And we get the, the nice tie into the senator from, uh, yeah. from the other, from the boys. Thoughts on Marie before we move on? She quite possibly was. Up there as my, I think she's probably my second favorite mm-hmm. character that we got. Just like you said, just being kind of relatable. She's the one that I think is kind of like your everyday 
person relatable type of thing. Yeah, like she was yeah. she was what we wanted. And I like how yeah. the school's broken up into two categories. Either you fight crime or you do social media, basically. Yeah. And again, <laughs> that's a very realistic depiction of you're not creating superheroes. You're creating product. And the product yeah. is either A, going to actually fight crime or B, be spokespeople and stuff like that. And yeah. I really enjoyed that aspect. And the ranking system was actually super interesting. Yeah. And it was smart the way that they did it. We have Chance Perdomo as Andre. I didn't think Andre had magnetic powers for most of it. I thought he just had telekinetic powers, but I guess he has magnetic powers. And yeah, I guess because it only works on like steel and yeah. metal. I never noticed. That's why. I, yeah. I, I didn't notice at all. But obviously his, his dad's name is Polarity. So mm -hmm. it's things to think about. But yeah, right. Polar. He was a I character. <laughs> he was a character that halfway through you find out that he was sleeping with Kate the whole time. And yeah. I really liked him and I understood him. And I like, you know, he's got a lot of pressure from his father, who was a semi famous superhero. He wasn't in the seven or anything like that, but like he's the one he played the game. Yeah. And he was the one who was like, he was, dude, he was, he was he was the eight. <laughs> he was number he was number eight. I like how they actually address yeah. that the seven don't have a full roster still. And why do they call him yeah. the seven when there's only like the five? But <laughs> yeah. So you have, I really liked Andre though. And by the end of the show, I, I, I really dug what they did with him. You have Lizzie Broadway as probably my favorite character in the entire show as Emma slash little cricket. And their, their depiction of her powers was rough. Like I, I, as somebody that struggled with eating and things of that nature, like not not to that point where I changed sizes, but enough that it was yeah. something that I always kind of like. Ronnie lived with me; he knows that I I went crazy at one point with how meticulous. Granted, Ronnie also went through a pescatarian yeah. phase that we don't talk about anymore, but <laughs> so much fish. That's hey, that's healthy. It was so healthy, <laughs> but it was the, oh god! Everybody talks about how bad I suck up the house with like broccoli and everything. Nobody talks about Ronnie and his fish. Fish is good. Fish is good, but sh shut up. <laughs> so not only do they do a great job with her powers, like depicting them, because sometimes that could be a little yeah. iffy, but basically she could change her size by purging and eating. And she discovers that if she ate more, she got bigger. And that was a great shot. Yeah. Like a great. Oh, yeah. Um, and then obviously she got online famous when they made her like uh, giant size and she was like showing everybody her boobs and stuff like. Yeah. Again, very realistic <laughs> depiction of how this would work. But then at the ends, oh, yeah. so again, spoilers too. We're, we're going to go into full spoilers. I know we didn't mention that, but whole show. At the end, she shrinks on her own. And it's after yeah. Sam's really mean to her. So I, I like how they're kind of moving away. Like, hey, you do have control over this. It's not exactly, obviously it's, it's a, it's a mm -hmm. big, it's a metaphor for bulimia and eating disorders and stuff like that. Yeah. But it, it you know, she's like doing, she's like a YouTube star. She's like doing fights with like mice or something stupid. Like at the beginning, she's yeah. in like the little boxing ring. But I really liked her. I loved her character. Her and Sam had great chemistry and it felt so natural. Uh, so yes. I really, I dug every time she was on screen, she just always killed it. And I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing more because I think she's the only one that it's not captured by the end of it. Yes, because it's just Kate, Andre, Sam. And uh, Marie, Marie, Jordan, right? Emma, and Andre. Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. Because Sam is in on it now. Oh, so Emma does so get captured. 
Huh. Oh, she does? I, that's what it says on here. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I guess that makes sense because I think it was just Kate and Sam, right? That are now the face. Yeah. I don't know. I could have sworn that uh, that Emma got away because I know she shrinks on her own, but yeah, I don't know. We'll have to double check that. Going down the list, we have Maddie Phillips as Kate Dunlap. Fun fact, Maddie Phillips and Ooh. oh, Maddie Phillips, Alex Calvert and Jensen Ackles were all in Supernatural together. Is that where I saw? She looks so familiar. She was in I one episode. She was in one episode of Supernatural. I want to say it was like season, obviously when Jack was in the show. So like season yeah. 13, 14 or 15. Which is, it's wild that you could say that about any show. And she played, she worked in a library and like her and Jack had a little thing. And then you find out at the end, she's like the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I Prime Video posted a, a video of all three of them in a scene together. It was really entertaining. But for me, like I, I really enjoyed Maddie Phillips as Kate Dunlap. Like you never knew where she was going and what side she was on. And then obviously at the end, she, even though she's quote unquote, a good guy, she still does some bad yeah. guy shit. What did you think about her? Yeah, I kind of liked her until the very like the last episode or two where you were like, uh, she kind of took it a little too far. Mm-hmm. You know, I think she kind of, I think the reason she did her thing was because Andre was like, F you now because of what you did and everything like that. And well, then, they do a lot like, in this season about boundaries and... Yeah. Using your powers in ways that are that cross moral and ethical lines. When you when you get Kate's backstory, you understand. Like she made her like what was it? Her sister or her brother like run away forever. Run away. Yeah, yeah, like that's traumatizing as a child. Like, yes. and then her mom like is like, t- "Cops take her!" Like, I can't like don't let her touch you. Yeah. Like, like I can't imagine. And then so oh, yeah. you get like all this stuff about her background and all these things, and then to have somebody come in and be like, "Hey, like." your powers aren't aren't bad like you're not a bad you're not a monster so like it was it it was interesting and i really did enjoy what they did with her but then at the end yeah. her and sam they kind of like become they they go homelander basically yeah but i i did enjoy it and it was it was fun but uh we have the next character who was hit or miss i i didn't like them at first and they were the most on-the-nose character, which sometimes works, yeah. but other times, like, sometimes it's just, it's pandering sometimes, and I yeah. think they did a better job than they have in past seasons with this, but they have London Thor and Derek Liu as Jordan Lee, who is, I thought her, their powers were super interesting, though. They, they could change between genders, and they had different powers, and they did a great job, yes. like, especially in the first scene where he, uh, where they fight uh, Golden Boy. Yeah. It, it's really cool. And so the the female form can fire energy blasts and the male form has superhuman strength and durability because all of them have superhuman strength for some reason. Like everybody, like they get like thrown through walls and they're like, oh no. But yeah, it's, (laughs) uh, oh no, I can't move for this second. Yeah. But they, they were an interesting character. Seeing them interact with their family was, uh, there's a lot of generational stuff, obviously Gen V, where it's a lot of parent stuff. And that's how they all end up bonding too. Yeah, and I I di- I dug what they did by the end of it, but uh, at first I was like, oh really? But then they they handled it well. Yeah, I agree. It was it was one of those because we've gotten it in the past, especially with CW shows mm-hmm. where certain topics get pushed in your face hard. Yeah, and then when this happened, it was one of those like momentarily like, 
oh, here we go again. Mm -hmm. But it did not turn out to be like that. But you can kind of expect because in the boys with Maeve and her relationship status and stuff like that, you know, like that wasn't shoved in your face. So it's like, well, it was shoved in our face in the way that it was shoved in the face, like in the way like they would use it in a corporation and like product. Like I always respected how they did that because that's how some of these big corporate (laughs) Disney would, uh, you know, kind of interact with certain things. But moving down the list, we have Aza German as uh, Sam, who. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes is when they do the puppet thing. Yeah. Oh my I god. That. I was watching it and I remember Jackson coming in to the room and seeing it. And she's like, What are you watching? Yeah. I was like, it's it's the same show. She's like, What? It's, it's Muppets. It's the new, yeah, Muppet, right? the new the Muppets, Muppets movie. Did, watch the Muppets with me? Didn't you hear? Oh my god, it's graphic. And uh-huh. like it it shows how messed up this whole world is, but Anywho, so I really like Sam, and again, him and Emma had really good chemistry. Whenever they were on scene together, it was just it always clicked really well. Yeah. And he he wanted to be a hero, but his mind was just so broken. Yeah, I mean, freaking for who knows how many years? I would assume because he was young when they took they were, him. Yeah, they were babies basically, right? So I mean, you would assume ten plus years at least of torture essentially yeah you know um yeah that's definitely gonna mess with your mind a little bit especially with what they were doing Mm -hmm. um so like he he was kind of one of those you kind of knew he was gonna go rogue or go bad right you know but uh then we have last on the main cast is shelly khan as indira shetty who is trying to create this did she have powers i don't think she did she didn't. I think she was. She they tried was just to make it normal. They tried to make it seem like she would have powers. Like every time she hugs somebody, like she constantly was touching people, kind of like uh, Kate. Yeah. But they ended up not giving her any powers. I don't think. Yeah. But she's. Which I liked. Oh yeah. That they didn't give her, and it was more just. All right. Let me use Kate. Kate. Excuse me. To do my dirty work. Mm-hmm. To basically hold off, you know, these kids that know what's going on, so I can create this virus to kill them because. Homelander and Maeve killed my family, you know, from that's a throwback to season one with oh, the yeah. plane crash. Yeah. And yeah. I like the idea of a virus. It's it's smart. It yes. works. And obviously when we see it, it's it's gruesome. Yeah. But uh, going to the recurring characters, we have Patrick Schwarzenegger as Luke slash Golden Boy. I wanted to see more of him. I really did. And I hope they find a way to bring him back because A, he was he was an interesting character. And B, yeah. visually, he was really cool. Like something we had this this season did a lot more with some of the fun visual characters. Like there's the one girl who has a tail. They they yeah. do some good work, and I'm glad that like they were able to. I don't know if they just consolidated their budget better or they're just better with their visual effects. But yeah, I, I dug it. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go rapid fire. We have Curtis Legault and Nicholas Hamilton play Maverick, who is the son of Translucent and can also yes. turn invisible. Let's see. Maya J. Bastias as Justine, a soup influencer with enhanced durability and a healing factor. Daniel Beret as social media Jeff, the social media I manager. Love how that's his name. And I love how you find out that he was actually like spying on the whole place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and he's like, we're busted. Go. Alex Calvert, as we mentioned, is Rufus, who got his penis exploded and he deserved it because he. Uh, 100%. Yeah, he was basically date raping people and not yes. cool. Not cool at all. 
and he deserved that and worse. Marco Pagosi as Dr. Edison Cardoza, the lead scientist of the woods. Robert Basoji as Liam. <laughs> Jessica Clement as Harper, the rat tail one. And Matthew yep. Edison as Cameron Coleman, the uh, Vaught News. So they do great work with their viral stuff. They've been doing thing, like little news clips on Instagram and stuff like that for, for weeks before yeah. the show aired. And they did uh, Cameron Coleman. Let's see. Some guest stars. I'm going to just mention the, the bigger ones. Let's see. Clancy Brown as Brink, the renowned professor at Godolkin. To bring in a, an actor like Clancy Brown, who's been around for a long time, done a lot of things, for only basically one episode yeah. and then a couple of flashbacks, I was kind of surprised. Yeah, me too. Let's see. There was one that I wanted. To... Jason Ritter plays a fictional version of himself. Quiet TV's Jason Ritter in the hallucinations yeah. that Sam's having, which was really funny. PJ Byrne. PJ Byrne? PJ Byrne. Adam Hart. Oh, yeah, yeah. As 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 Zack Snyder. Let's all he's Zack Snyder. Like yeah. he was he was really funny. Teaching drama oh, there. Gosh. Uh you have also yeah, especially the clip with what's her face, Ashley. Yep. Where he's like, let me in or else I'm going to tell everybody about, about what happened to us in the bathroom. <laughs> let him in, let him in. Uh, we have Layla Robbins, who plays Grace Mallory, the leader, the former leader of the boys, and now the one who's kind of bankrolling mm-hmm. them. And as soon as she picked up the phone, you knew who she was calling, which was great. Yeah. Now let's run through the special guest stars, all right? We have Elizabeth Shue mm-hmm. as Madeline Stilwell, which was good to see her again. Jesse T. Usher yep. plays A-Train. And I love the uh, the whole beginning video stuff. Colby yeah. Maniffy as Ashley. We also had other Ashley, also Ashley. <laughs> Chase yeah. Crawford as the Deep. Jensen Ackles as Soldier Boyfriend, because he wasn't actually Soldier. I again really excited that he was going to be in it, and then it was just a, like in her mind, I was like, oh, it would have been really yeah. fun to see him actually a Soldier Boy. Claudia Dumont as Vic the Veep Newman, the vice. Oh, she's vice president of the United States, but she can also yeah. do the the blood manipulation. That's why she was making people's heads explode. Yeah, Anthony Starr plays Homelander. Did you got to watch the blooper reel because the last shot is him getting lifted up to do his drop down. He's like, "Oh fuck, ah, God, this sucks." <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> That's funny. And of course, the great Carl Urban as William Billy Butcher. Yes. But let's let's talk some of the episodes. We're not going to go through the whole show. Basically, the whole show is them trying to figure out the mystery of the woods. In the very yeah. first episode. You know, everybody's Marie's getting to school. She's meeting all the we get introduced to all the characters in different ways. And after Marie saves somebody at the party, at like the, the club that they go to, she almost yeah. gets she gets expelled. They're gonna kick her out to save everybody else. And yeah, Luke kills him because we find out that Luke has been getting messages from Sam basically. Like they, they have a connection, and unfortunately, like he like with all the the mind tampering that his girlfriend has been doing because we find out that uh, Kate yeah Kate we yeah. find out that she's been working for Shetty this whole time and she keeps mind erasing them or change, changing how they think and how they feel I I do yeah. like the, uh, the eye bleed effect I think oh, that's great it's it's a good it's a good visual to show like how yeah just how much it's damaging her because they also do a lot yeah. of things with how damaging these powers are like um. Andre finds out that his father's got a tumor from using his power so much, and yeah. the same thing's going to happen to him, most yep. like, most likely. So, we do get the shot. the The first episode has a great fight scene where you know, like they they fight against Golden Boy, and yeah. he ends up killing himself because his mind is just shattered, and he yeah. finds out the truth. But saving them or stopping Golden Boy makes them the guardians of Godolkin, 
And yep. basically they are trying to figure out what the woods is. And they all end up working together. We find out that the woods is a secret government facility underneath Godolkin. And it is financed by Vaught. Like Vaught knows about it. Yeah. And that's why Ashley shows up in the last episode. And basically they're trying to create a way to control the soups because now Homelander is out of control and they, they do touch on it every once in a while. Yeah. What did you think of, of Homelander's appearance at the very end? Uh, see, it's funny. I liked it and I liked the little twist at the end that they gave us where you're like, oh, he's coming to help and he's going to like congratulate, you know, Marie and, you know, the other three or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, nope, it's typical Homelander that we see where he's kind of just playing, you know, the side of Vaught instead of the side of Dukes. I wouldn't even say yeah. not not the side of Vaught. He accuses Marie of attacking her own kind. And then they spin it that yeah. that basically Kate and Sam are hailed as the new guardians of Godolkin and they're being the others are being framed for all the bad stuff that's happening. So they managed yeah. to, to spin it. I wonder what took Homelander so long to get there. Because, again, at the end of season three of The Boys, we're not really sure where Homelander stands, where he, he basically kills a guy. Yeah. And they have done some stuff like where he was supposed to, you know, go on trial. But, like, who's going to enforce that? Very Hancock yeah. type stuff. But, again, I'm so excited for the next season of, oh, yeah. of The Boys because this sets yeah. it up. Like, the whole time we find out that they've been working on this virus and – this virus could be designed to kill soups first individually, like one at a time. Yeah. And now they're trying to figure out how to make it a global thing where basically you release it and suddenly every soup dies. And Mal yeah. obviously Mallory's not about it and Vought wouldn't be about it either because it would, it would kill their product. Yeah. But it would be a great way of controlling them. I think uh, in the comics, Homelander had like a nuke that was inside of his body at all times. So like yeah. if he ever went rogue, they could just press a button and he'd explode. But I don't think it ever actually worked because he's like you know, the Suicide Squad, like the Suicide Squad, but an actual nuclear <laughs> device. So yeah. Newman, they, they like you get a lot of characters from the boys like Newman, Ashley, Billy Butcher, obviously. Where do you think the show is going to go next, though, both with this show and with the boys? I don't see. Uh, it's tough to say, like, where this show is going to go because obviously well actually I scratch that it's easy to tell where this this show is gonna go where i feel like those i think it's four of them are captured right now mm -hmm. obviously that's gonna be the storyline is those four somehow some way trying to, trying escape. to escape wherever they're being held because we don't know where they're being held you know so it's i, I think that's kind of where that's gonna go I would like to see almost like a crossover tie-in between the boys and this show in so, the next season of the boys. So apparently, timeline-wise, this is all happening at the same time of whatever happens in season four. So I hope at, at some point in season four, we get that phone call to Billy about going to yeah. the Dolkin. And I would love to see them cross. I would love to see the boys be the ones that, that rescue them. Yeah. I think that'd be that, a lot That'd of be kind of cool to see. Yeah, because... I feel like the boys are in line with soups now. They're okay with soups. With some soups. Uh -huh. With, you know, obviously they still yes. work with uh, with Andre. Not with Andre. With uh, Starlight. Starlight and Kimiko. Yeah. So I'm really, 
I would not be opposed because obviously Marie's blood power. Because when I my these are just theories. These are just theories that I'm thinking. Marie's blood mm-hmm. powers would probably work very well with a a, a virus that needs to be con- distributed because it's as yeah. of right now it's not contagious. I think, but also. Yeah. She's probably strong enough to go against. They even mentioned like the fact that Homelander's blast should have killed her, but it didn't. Yeah. They say that they keep saying that how powerful she really is. So I'd be really excited to see if she is in fact as powerful, and see yeah. her go. Like she's again though. Like they tried that with Soldier Boy, where they brought Soldier, and it's I still kind of get qualms about the ending to season three, where they like where he stops soldier boy from doing the explosion thing where he could have just taken Ryan out of there. But what do I know? Yeah. So anywho, but for me, like I would love to see, it, it might be a rehash though with the soldier boy stuff where they're like, Hey, she's powerful enough to take on Homelander. Let's use her as a weapon. Yeah. But I don't know. Again. Um, yeah. Like you said, just some sort of crossover with the boys and then be towards the end. Cause obviously you're not going to, Season four is probably all written and set in stone and everything. Well, with the writers, um, I know that they started production back up again, if memory serves yeah. correct. But I, I don't, I'm not sure when. I don't know when season four is coming out. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, obviously, season two will have to either. I, I think what they'll probably do now is just go chronologically and just be like, all right, season two of Gen V comes right after season four. And like, they'll kind of like, it's almost like a whole entire storyline mm-hmm. in a way throughout like the next couple seasons or so of each show. Yeah. Cause obviously this show did get, this show almost immediately got renewed, which was wild. Yeah. Like they for season two, which I'm I'm excited for, and I, I'd like to see them cross over a little bit more because seeing like some of those characters is always just a good time. But as yeah. far as the boys though, season four is happening. It's expected to be released in 2024, and it's gonna have I want to say they don't have the entire list of how many episodes. There's gonna be eight episodes. They have they have some of them titled. Episode one is gonna be called Department of Dirty Tricks, directed by Phil Scrigia, who is uh, famous for his work mm. on Supernatural. Episode two is Life Among the Septics. Septics, like septic system. Hmm. Uh, number three, We'll Keep the Red Flag Flying Here. Number four, Wisdom of the Ages. And then the eighth and final episode titled Assassination Run. Hmm. So I'd be really curious to see what they do. Let's see. Uh, apparently, Black Noir is going to be back in some capacity as a new Black Noir. Interesting. I did see, they did release something where they showed like some, uh, like a behind the scenes for the new season because it is filming. But yeah. let's see. Simon Pegg included his in 2018. Oh, filming on the finale began on February 12th. And hmm. yeah, filming for the fourth season. Oh, so they're done. They filmed. They're they're all set. It wrapped in April, well before any of these. Uh, yeah. Uh, on June 28, 2023, Kripke tweeted that they were withholding the release of the new season until the strike was resolved. The season is scheduled to be released in 2024, which is smart because there's going to be no content nothing happening no but so I, i'm excited oh we didn't mention one of my favorite characters in, in this new in the boys where where's tech knight yeah where, where's god tech knight was oh, okay Derek wilson as tech knight a true crime tv host and former superhero now in the comics he was the batman of the group he did not have any powers he used like super suits and stuff like that but in this they gave him super deductive powers and apparently he also has a 
a sickness where anything with a hole he has to try. Yes. Oh my god, Mel and I were dying, especially at the end when he like wraps up filming and he sees the tree and he's like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna need a few minutes. And then they show like the bloopers yep. of all of all the things he tries with. I can't. <laughs> oh, this show is so messed up. I love it. But oh, yeah. Star City rating on Gen V season one. I, I'm I think I'm gonna go with a four. Okay. Solid, very solid. Not too much that I would change. It's just at some points I was just like, all right, let me fast forward, mm-hmm. you know, and rewatchability is fairly high on this show. Some episodes less than others, but I, I would say, yeah, a, a solid four for me. You know, I would probably give it a rewatch and see how I feel afterwards. Right. You know, especially with we have such a big layover between now and the next season airing for the boys. Yeah, we're going to have some time. Which, I would say, I wouldn't be surprised if they released it in January. Yeah. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, I gave it a four. I, I'm going to give it a four as well because it's like Roddy said, I don't have, like season three of the boys, there are a ton of episodes that I can go back and rewatch. Same with, uh, same with some of the other seasons of the boys. But like for this, I'm like, what do I, do I want to watch anything more? But like, that's, it, it did its job. It's one of the better spinoffs that we've gotten from other shows. Like, Unfortunately, like we just finished Loki and otherwise like other Disney Plus shows were like, eh, they're all right. This was solid. Yeah. They they captured the spirit of the of the boys universe. It felt like it worked there. It felt like it was part of it. And just I really, really enjoyed it. And I might rewatch it at some point when I'm when I got some downtime. But as of right now, yeah. sol- solid four. But that is going to wrap us up for today. There is no Fan Feedback Friday. Don't hate me. I know. It was Black Friday this past Friday and Thanksgiving the day before. So I was not very active. I'll be honest. That's all right. No oh. one would have participated anyway since it's Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, I right, know, right? But uh, so make <laughs> sure if you guys want to participate in Fan Feedback Friday or interact with us, we have all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever it is. Just type in the Multiverse Fancast or the Misfit Faction. Odds are you find some of our stuff. But that is going to wrap us up for today. As always, I'm Paul. I'm Ronnie. And we'll be back in a flash. See ya. Hey guys, it's Paul, and the Misfit Faction is looking for your help. We are trying to grow not only our network, but also grow our brands, and the best way to do that is if you guys are looking to start your very own podcast. Maybe you guys have been listening to us for a while. Maybe it's something you guys have always wanted to do, but you're not sure how to get started. If you go to podbean.com slash Misfit Faction, you guys will get a month of free podcasting on us. That is a gift from us. So make sure if you guys are looking to start your own show, you reach out to us and go to podbean.com slash Misfit Faction. Also, maybe you guys have your own online business or service. You're always looking to grow, and advertising is a very big part of that. If you guys go to sponsorship.podbean.com slash Misfit Faction, you guys can get $100 worth of free advertising, again, as a thank you from us to you guys. That's sponsorship.podbean.com slash Misfit Faction.